A young man, Eller Coltrane, travels across the western U.S. with a handheld recorder, gathering sounds. This is By the River. Episode 6. Eller continues by train west into Utah and Nevada. place sort of like home. Something so comforting about being in a metal tube. A little cocoon. If only they just had like a like a warm saltwater bath. But if you could be in, on a train in a sensory deprivation tank. <laughs> that's it. That's the peak of existence really. You wouldn't need to do much else. Might not, might not even need to eat. At that point you just like pump, you know, like coconut water and spirulina into the, <laughs> the bath, absorb it. Member of the dream is that the earnest celebrity relative of a young man killed in a snowball fight, rather killed when hit in the head by a large rock packed in snow, is campaigning hard against snowball fights, struggling against the odds to raise awareness while also promoting her next movie, a charming picture called Snowman's Folly, but an ill-fated, big-hearted snowman who must get a quirky celebrity girlfriend in order to break the spell he is under and not melt into a puddle when winter ends. I really believe in this movie, she tastily confides, and I really believe in myself and my dead relative. But snowball fights are fun, somebody offers. And besides, you live in Southern California. The eager celebrity relative loses herself and throws a rock hard at the head of her antagonist dropping him with a direct strike to the temple. How fun was that, she demands. Once we get beyond North Yard, which is the next rail yard we'll go okay, through. So this is, uh, in so the meantime, we're going to stand here and wait until we get the next uh, favorable signal and then move on. Uh, please keep in mind that these delays are not my fault. Thank you very much.
It's it's a lot different than I thought. I think I I think I imagined it would go a little faster, maybe. People are really open to really open to chatting and kind of give your space when you feel like you need it. Um, but I feel like I've met you know people from really different doing really different things here. Anyway, uh, we'll try to keep you posted as we go along. Well, I will come back on uh, when we get a little bit closer to Salt Lake. Thank you. That's really something to feel good about, John. You bet it is, Christy. And I can promise everyone out there that we here at Entertainment Tonight will be keeping our eyes and yours on any breaking developments in this important story. And now in other news, the always interesting Matt Damon on the set of his highly anticipated new thriller, Duck Money, said that women really and truly love his cock. I don't know what it is, he tells E.T. in this world-exclusive interview. But I walk into almost any room in the world now, and I get the idea that every single chick in that place wants my fucking cock. It's unreal. I think it's hilarious.
back to fill the hole and take a bath, then falling down and forgetting what you were doing. That's a baby explaining to you the finer points of taking a walk in the rain. That's waking up the day after your funeral. That's throwing the frying pan into the ocean when you're in the fire. That's a thousand little dream of fish. That's a face coming in low over the water gathering wind and speed as it reaches land and suddenly becoming your own. That's throwing up in a baby's mouth. That's believing everything you say. Why would a non-smoker want to go in a smoking car? I'm just saying. That's why it's the smoking car. <laughs> you know? Wow. So we had to remove all smoking cars. I was back in like 06 or something before I got here. But I love that logic. <laughs> Non-smokers don't have access to the smoking car, so it's got to go. And I'm like, I'm not a smoker. I wouldn't have wanted to go in there. <laughs> when we had the smoking car, it was like a lower level car, so it didn't connect to the other cars at all. They had an exhaust fan that pumped it back out so that it didn't get too smoky in the car. So it was a completely separate system. So I don't know what their deal was, but <laughs> when we're running late and smoke stops start getting five, six, seven hours away, some of those smokers, they get real jittery. Yeah, you see people rushing out to like, like two-minute stops to go like smoke They'll try. A Unfortunately, we can't everywhere. Right. Because the uh, towns have a right to say whether or not we can smoke on their platforms. Uh, and some uh, of the towns say no. In fact, most of them say no. So if, there's, if you can't get at least two doors open, you can't do a smoke break in. Some of those, most of those mountain stops, it's one door only. And if you miss it by three feet, you can't even get that door open. It is weird. We're like most public transportation. We're considered federal property, even though we're a moving object. We had one last night. We had to take her off. She was scaring people, shouting and carrying on and stuff. You know, sometimes shouting becomes fighting. And right. You can't have that on on, on a little little yeah. train car like this. Like this. Yeah. yeah. It's creepy. It's very bizarre. It happens. We don't we throw them up for it. We just shoot them back to their seats. <laughs> Usually we find them in the toilets or something. <laughs> they find themselves a little corner somewhere. There are places to sneak away. <laughs> I think the most startling couple I ever saw was the Amish couple. Wow. Yeah, the, we have a lower level seating area and it just happened to be empty. And I'm going, I went down to clean the bathroom and I looked through the window because the door has a window to the lower level seating area. I'm just like, what the? Oh, wow. Had her bent over the seat. I'm like, wow. He just wow. had, her, he just had her, her, her skirt thrown up over her. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, man. That's, 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 I want to start with politics. I'll take a poll or two and then install the government I know is right for you. I'll help you write the Constitution. I'll help you make the laws. I'll help you vote for leaders who are loyal to our cause. I will pave the way for progress for my special interest groups and then pave the way for interstates with complex exit loops. I will link your towns together into one great urban sprawl with parking lots and superstores and massive shopping malls. I'll put up lots of billboards so that you'll know what to buy. I can paint your clothes that you should wear and cars that you should drive. I will tell you where to grab a drink and where to grab a bite. I can guide you there with neon signs and strings of glowing lights. I will build you Starbucks, Taco Bells. I will build you KFCs, Domino's and Pizza Huts and Cheesecake Factories, <laughs> Burger Kings and Dairy Queens, Jackson Boxes to McDonald's, Subway, Cinnabons build them all for you. Only first, I need to send some men. Some men to set things straight. Some men with guns. In armored tanks. To keep my interests safe. Look, I promise they won't harm you. Don't you trust me? Can't you see? No. I didn't come to start a war. 
I came to sell you peace. State of the Union. You guys are the best Amtrak riders this side of the Mississippi. listening to By the River, source audio by Kevin Ford and Eller Coltrane, music and sound design by Brian Dillon and Mike Barnhart. For more episodes, please subscribe. <laughs>